0: Welcome to MOLK's TV Talk Daily for Thursday, the 7th of December, 2017. MOLK's TV Talk Daily contains all of the news, ratings and reviews that you'll need, uh, all of the things around the Australian television industry, and something to watch on TV morning, tonight. Welcome back to MOLK's TV Talk Daily. I'm Steve Malk, your host. Thank you for joining me. Let's start in with the ratings today. Now, with the third test, oh, sorry, second test, Uh, In Adelaide, finishing up early yesterday, that kind of threw things into a bit of a kilter for nine, uh, because that meant that they still had all of their evening programming um, coded to be all about the test, uh, and consequently, nobody knew what was on. It didn't update in time. So that meant that the third session that could have been a big one was like 400,000 viewers, and I think it was Lethal Weapon 4, like it was that kind of vibe. Uh, Other than that though, with the cricket not being in place, it meant that seven jumped up ahead of nine in the news, uh, but not in Sydney, uh, and did in Melbourne, uh, did in Brisbane, and of course in Adelaide and Perth, back on its tops. Now nobody broke a million though, so not even the news broke a million viewers last night. That means very clearly, Wednesday, summer, we don't care, people are watching other things. Uh, the second last episode of Rosehaven pulled 451 for the ABC. In fact, broadly speaking, after 7:30, it was kind of an ABC night. There was no one else really doing anything. Uh, though Struggle Street did pull 317, that gave it in at at, at 17th overall. The Actor Awards, uh, our big uh, other big night of nights, only drew 306,000 for seven. So I bet they are glad that they tucked that away into non-ratings, just like that. Over on Foxtel, we saw the return of the Real Housewives of Melbourne for season four. Now, they drew 98,000 nationally. They were the number one program on Foxtel for the evening. But that's way down on some of the other figures that they have seen and delivered in the past. Now, I suspect moving it into summer is going to mean it will barely crack 100,000. Uh, it nearly did at this time. Uh, and if it does, it'll only just tip over into that 105, maybe 110-ish zone. Um... People are watching, there's no question, and I suspect that what we'll get is a lot more catch-up, particularly for this season, uh, and that is something that we are, I'll need to keep an eye on for you because to understand how Foxtel and are now progressing with their changed uh, situation, and in summer they are not counter-programming, they're still going hard. They're dropping a whole bunch of content uh, across summer, which is important to them and, of course, to their viewers, so that brings good value, particularly when you see that the commercial free-to-air networks aren't doing much. Um, So it is a good win um, for the Real Housewives in that regard, while commercial TV basically just goes into Rip Van Winkle mode. As I mentioned in the ratings, the actors were on last night. Now, that meant um, some pretty good business for Foxtel, uh, particularly uh, for uh, Top of the Lake China Girl. They pulled out four big awards, including Elizabeth Moss. It got Best Drama. You and Leslie got one for Best Supporting. Nicole Kidman got Best Supporting. A huge run for them. The ABC also picked up a few, including Seven Types of Ambiguity. Hugo Weaving uh, drew Best Lead Actor um, and they pulled Best Screenplay. The pick for mine was Celia Picola, Best Performance in a Television Comedy. Um, So that's You know, huge news and and great for them. Awards are awesome, particularly for the people that win them. Um, Allegedly, there were lots of bits cut out of last night's uh, actors, at least from the seven broadcasts, uh, including Russell Crowe's rambly intro. There was an awkward uh, pseudo-joke between Sophie Monk and Asami Shah, who was uh, doing their, their presenting together. It was all a bit messy. Um, And that's kind of not awesome, great, that that, it gets like that. But I reckon if you want people to watch, you've got to keep that stuff in. People have got to be seeing all of that happen. Two big tech announcements for news today. One is that Foxtel Now will allow you to stream using AirPlay from your phone or your iPad. Now, this is huge. This is kind of them getting in ahead of the fact that they haven't got a Foxtel Now app onto Apple TV in time for Christmas. But a great backup. It's a great uh, part solution, I guess, Uh, and to be able to do that is the first time that Foxtel have allowed their content to be able to be airplayed. That is huge, Uh, and a really great move just in time for the holidays and those sorts of things, so that if you're not watching it on some other device, like a Foxtel Now box or a Telstra TV 2 or whatever, a PlayStation 3, Xbox, all those sorts of things... um, then definitely this is a good way to do it. And it's, uh, from a streaming point of view, the only way to get it in HD, so that's a really good move. Um, If you are an Amazon fan and look with uh, the Grand Tour launching tomorrow for Season 2, I'm actually heading to Sydney today for the premiere of that, um, then you'll be pleased to know that the Amazon Prime Video app has now dropped on Apple TV over 100 countries around the world, including Australia. So that means that if you've got an Amazon Prime video subscription, you can download the app, log into it, and watch all of your stuff on your screen in that way, and that is a huge move because Amazon had previously kept that all tight and close in their Fire Stick, uh, but now that they've dropped an app on Apple TV, it makes the, the Apple TV even more valuable if you are not connected to a specific technology, if you are not connected to, or particularly if you're an iOS, I guess, but if you're not connected to some other technology or some other uh, telco-based delivery mechanism, the Apple TV is a win because now you can airplay Foxtel Now content with an app coming and the Amazon TV uh, Prime Video app is available for you to watch, uh, well, not least of which, the Grand Tour, but of course, The Tick, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh, and Jack Ryan coming in early 2018, uh, which should be pretty awesome. There's lots of stuff that you can watch on TV tonight, but let's start with the season two finale of Struggle Street, 8.30 on SBS. This has been a cracking season this year and definitely something that is worth checking out. All of it is on SBS On Demand if you've missed it. Otherwise, jump on and watch that on TV tonight. Um, if you want to flip over to Foxtel, if you've got access, it's 7.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time, a big Lego Christmas. Look, for a Lego nerd like me and for the fact that it's Christmas, it's got me interested. I'm there. It's going to be a thing. Uh, but certainly go and check that out if you're interested in just the business of Lego and some of the fun stuff that they do and, the, I guess, the fun way that they do work. That's always very cool. Of course, there's always Survivor, 7.30 on 9Go tonight. In fact, from uh, about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it's on 9 now, so you can jump in early and preview it there. And, of course, Screenplay, 7.30 on 7Mate. Seven uh, it's their Game of the Year edition, so this is probably going to be their finale um, of what has been a really good pick-up by Seven. Um, I don't know whether ABC got scared and dumped good game or they just went, we can't resource, resource it, but to have Screenplay step into that void, Nick Boy and Hex have been killing that. That is such good business right there. Um, and of course, don't forget at 9pm to flip over to ABC Comedy and check out Tonightly. It's just getting better and better each night, which is really great. There was a hilarious sketch uh, with Greta Lee Jackson in it talking about baking a cake for the gays. That was written by Beckshaw, uh and a lot of that stuff. Really silly, really fun. And that's what I'm enjoying about tonight as much as anything. They really just have a go. Um, tonight, Tracy Spicer is a guest uh, on The Thing. The first interview that Tom will do at the desk, and I think that's really important, to worth checking out, Uh, and also to hear what she's going to say, because you know that Tracy's going to be talking about um, the hashtag Me movement and these women coming out, and men talking about the abuse of power, particularly in the media industry and how they have to fight that, Tracy being uh, a victim to it herself. Thanks for tuning in to Mocs TV Talk Daily. I'm so glad that you could join me. Don't forget, you can get her on iTunes, on Anchor, or on Google Play. Uh, I want to know, remember, tell me, what was your favourite TV for the year? What's your favourite Christmas movie? Actually, what's your favourite TV next year? What's your favourite Christmas movie? What, what is the one film that you watch that gets you into the mood for Christmas? Hit me up on the social media. I'm at Steve Malk on Twitter, on Instagram and on Snapchat. Uh, and I'm also on Facebook. You can find me there. Of course, all of the content that I write is over at the of TV.com. It's just great to be chatting with you. I'll catch you tomorrow.